Thursday. Today is Thursday, Jul July, June the 2nd, 2022. Getting ahead of myself. And today's daily Bible readings come to us from Psalm 104, 24 through 34, uh, and then 35, Isaiah 32, 11 through 17, and Galatians 5, 16 through 25. And I'm going to look at the text from Galatians. I'm really surprised I haven't done this already. I've really felt like I had, and I went back through the DDR list of texts for the past two years, like twice, just making sure I didn't. And that's because the DDR has like hit around this text in Galatians, but never actually dealt directly with it until today. So, congratulations. Um, and as I say that, I just realized I didn't actually check for the first part of this year, but I'm pretty sure it didn't cover it. But anyway, so I'm going to talk about Galatians and talk about what the flesh desires. Uh, so first of all, don't confuse the word flesh that you see in this text here with, you know, your body, uh, simply with your physical body. Um, that it's that but it's not like and that, that's part of the problem i think we have sometimes people read that um and they read paul's use of the word flesh and especially in this text which keep in mind once again paul was writing in greek and so the greek word that he's using is sarx right so there's different words you can use sarx is flesh right um then you i think it's soma would be body right you know so there's different words you can use that get translated kind of similarly, but sarx is flesh. Um, so don't confuse that word flesh just for your physical body. Paul is not saying that your physical body itself is just automatically evil and you just need to get rid of it. And that's that's, that's a whole problematic thing. Um, and it's, we'll talk about that another time. But yeah, Paul's not saying your body, your just body itself, just in and of the fact that it exists is the problem. That's not what he means. Paul is talking about the corrupt human will, um, that that kind of that, that that fleshiness, right? This it's this idea of like the will as it is separated from the will of God. So a will that is set against the will of God, right? And not just that your your will isn't isn't of itself kind of ignorant because it's it doesn't have access to God, but it's like intentionally set apart from God and set against God. It's a will that might even. Um, you know, you might, a person might even appear to be uh, uh, all about the spiritual things, but it's a, sometime in the end, you know, they're desirous of what, it's a will that's in, in the end of things, just desirous of those things that please itself, right? Not terribly concerned with what pleases God. Um, so, and we use a word to describe that kind uh, of desire of the flesh. It's, it's, you might have heard it before, it's a word concupiscence. And, think we should bring it back into usage. Uh, concupiscence. It sounds like some kind of weird heirloom variety of cucumber. Um, but concupiscence, it means desire, um, it, intense desire for pleasure. Uh, most typically it's identified with sexual desire. Um, that's like a lot of times how you'll hear it used. And then the problem is whenever anybody hears the word used, they think that's automatically what they're talking about. Well, yeah, it kind of is, but it's not just that. Um, sexual desire would fit under the, the heading of concupiscent desires. Uh, but specifically, it is a selfish type of desire um, as as my good friend Joseph Pieper puts it, I've never actually met him. He died like while I was in seminary and I didn't know about him then, but yeah, I really like his books. You should read them too. But as Joseph 
Piper puts it, uh, not Piper, Peeper. Um, he says, concupiscence, our will to possess, whether that be directed toward pleasure, honor, ownership, or power, is ultimately rooted in nothing other than in an, over, an overweening, disordered self-love. So it's, it's, this, it's this desire to control. It's this desire to, to um, you know, as he says, to honor. You know, like, it's a, this fleshy desire to always be looking for whatever honors yourself or whatever gives yourself pleasure. Um, you know, whatever helps you have ownership over things and power that's concupiscent desire that's that's what it means to be caught up in this concupiscence this desires of the flesh um and that's what we see in paul's list of vices here that he lists out um and he says uh now the works of the flesh are obvious fornication impurity licentiousness idolatry sorcery enmity strife jealousy anger quarrels dissensions factions envy drunkenness carousing and things like these he doesn't even end the list he's just like this is this is the things that happen when you just give up you know the desires of god and just lend yourself over completely to your fleshy desires your concupiscence um it's a disordered jumble of actions and problems and issues that grow out of our selfish disordered fleshly desires fleshy fleshy desires and that's that's the problem um it's it's this it's your desires when they've been cut away and like set adrift from the will of god and that's and he also puts it it's like it's the outcome of complete and total total liberty like like i will not serve i will not listen to you i am free and i'm gonna take my freedom and do whatever i please and these are the things that come out of it um and paul says that's the problem your fleshy desires your concupiscence your desire for self-love above all else it's not that you're not supposed to love yourself but you're not supposed to love yourself above all other things those are where the problems come in he says meanwhile by contrast the fruit of the spirit is love joy peace patience kindness generosity faithfulness gentleness and self-control there is no law against these things the desires of the flesh will get you put in jail fruits of the spirit not so much Anyway, that's the DVR for today. Get out, enjoy the day, and we'll be back tomorrow. Talk to you later. Boop.